Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, April 12th. This week's theme, Finding Hope Through a Resurrected Lord. Today's scripture reading, Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 8 from the Message Translation, which reads, When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so they could embalm him. Very early on Sunday morning, as the sun rose, they went to the tomb. They roared out loud to each other, Who will roll back the stone from the tomb for us? Then they looked up and saw that it had been rolled back. It was a huge stone and walked right in. They saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed all in white. They were completely taken aback, astonished. He said, Don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus the Nazarene, the one they nailed on the cross. He has been raised up. He's here no longer. You can see for yourselves that the place is empty. Now, on your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going on ahead of you to Galilee. You'll see him there, exactly as he said. They got out as fast as they could, beside themselves, their heads swimming, stunned. They said nothing to anyone. This is God's word. So this is more like it then. Back to the tomb with us very early on that first day of the week, which is exactly what that group of women, whom we struggle to name with surety because of these differing accounts written by men a bit after the fact. And it occurs to me that if the men had permitted these women, who were the first witnesses to write this story, we might be a tad less conflicted as to the details of what happened. Just saying. But off the women go. And what we must be clear on is the fact that they went not in expectation of seeing something happen at the tomb. They didn't go anticipating a miracle or because they suddenly remembered shooting a brand rob straight in bed if they had slept at all that night. Wait one holy minute here. He told us repeatedly, and on the third day, I will rise again. And this is the third day. Well, sort of. Let's go to the tomb and see if he comes out with the rising of the sun. No, not so much. They, they went with the full expectation of the sad and somber task of completing the process of burial, which had been hurried through at the last minute before the commencement of their weekly Sabbath rest, barely 36 hours previously. And, and, and just side note, that wasn't, as the message says, embalming the body. That's a totally different process. They were just going to take the spices and make sure they were wrapped into the, the grave clothes. And so... They went with expectation of doing that. Their debate was not how resurrection was even possible, but how moving that huge stone rolled across the opening of that tomb would even be possible. No one, none of them, female or male, had the slightest conception of his resurrection even being a possibility, which really makes it hard to imagine or hallucinate it since, well, expectation is a bit of a prerequisite for either of those. Yes, he had said he would rise again, sure. But he was always saying stuff like that, always a riddle with him. 
As Timothy Keller in his book Hope in Times of Fear quotes N.T. Wright in his book The Resurrection of the Son of God, I love quoting someone while he's quoting someone. Both Greco-Roman culture and Judaism of that time had strong beliefs that made the claim of an individual bodily resurrection incredible. Jews of Jesus' day either did not believe in resurrection at all or believed only in a general resurrection of the righteous at the end of time, when the whole world was renewed. What they did not think possible at all was a single resurrection in the midst of history while evil, suffering, and death continued as before. Keller goes on to quote right directly, any first century historian should recognize that whatever it was that early Christians were expecting, wanting, hoping, and praying for, this was not what they said after Easter had happened. Something had happened, something which was not at all what they expected or hoped for, something around which they had to reconstruct their lives. In other words, this close encounter of the risen kind meant they couldn't just go back to their place. It was totally unexpected, shocked them, and compelled them to embark on a journey in which they would reconstruct their lives around this newly encountered reality. But first, the unbelief. In this, the disciples are right on cue. Resurrection like this was off the grid of their experience. Yes, Jesus had telegraphed this explicitly and repeatedly, but how were they supposed to know that this time he was actually serious, that this time he was being literal? So of course they didn't believe the women when they showed up breathless and afraid and weeping and ecstatic. But, but then I'm getting ahead of the story. So your turn to read again if you have the margins for it. And yes, you can reread Mark 16, 1 through 8 again, or, or perhaps try one of the other three accounts, Matthew 28, 1 through 8, or, or Luke 24, 1 through 10, or John 20, 1 and 2. Whichever you choose, read it aloud and see what you see. Put yourself into the story. Otherwise, move on to a bit of self-reflection. When most recently have you been challenged to believe something completely beyond the grid of your experience or of our culture's expectations? Have you, have you ever been able to do that? What would you say is the key ingredient in making such a leap? Dear God, enough of my place, my pace, this space that in so many ways owns me, hymns me, trims me, bounds me. Let me stumble upon your hangout, God. Let me stumble upon hope through a close encounter of the risen kind, the divine kind. Yes, it's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step out onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Lord, you keep my feet, and let me be swept off into a new adventure with you, through your Spirit, with, upon, and in me. Amen. <laughs>